Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, Allison, this is your first time on the Beltway Beef Podcast, so I want to welcome you. For those of you who don't know Allison, um, not only is she NCBA's Executive Director of Government Affairs, she's also a very proud graduate of the University of North Carolina. So, Allison, congratulations on the Tar Heels National Championship victory in basketball last spring. Go Heels! And you're going to follow it up with a national championship in football this fall, right? Of course. It's going to be a great year. Okay. Well, as long as you guys beat Duke, I think everybody will be happy. But we're not here to talk about NCAA basketball or even football. As a Tennessee fan, that pains me to say. But we're here today to talk about ELDs, or electronic logging devices. Now, Allison, what are electronic logging devices, and how do they affect the cattle industry? So within MAP21 that was passed under the Obama administration, um, a congressional mandate came out of that legislation to move the industry, the trucking industry, towards electronic logging devices and away from paper logs. So the implementation deadline for these devices is December 18th, 2017, which is literally around the corner. Right. Now, so what are NCBA's concerns about electronic logging devices and I guess about hours of service as well? So these are two separate issues. There's the device itself, and then the device is tracking the hours of service that our, that our drivers have to follow. follow. Um, the issue here is that we have been asking as an industry in numerous ways for flexibility under the hours of service. Our industry and our livestock haulers are very different from other haulers or hauling live animals. And the welfare of those animals is, is uh, the most important, uh, as well as the safety of the driver and others on the road. Um, we have, as a livestock industry, we have a great safety record. And um, we know that the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration cares a lot about the bottom line, which to them is safety. But we continue to have conversations with them as we talk about the devices and the hours of service and how we can work with them to add some flexibility for our industry. Okay, now you mentioned Department of Transportation, but I, I understand there's legislation that's churning up on Capitol Hill. What is the current status of the legislation on Capitol Hill, and what is NCBA doing to influence that debate? So there was a coalition um, uh, that included NCBA that began working on this issue more than a year ago when we started hearing from concerned livestock haulers. Um, we have language that we were able to get into the transportation um, appropriations bill uh, through the House side. We have language in that bill that gives a one-year delay for livestock haulers and bee haulers. Um, and we have uh, Congressman Valadeo of California to thank for that language. We still have to get that language through the full appropriations process, and we also have to get our Senate friends on board. We're continuing to have those conversations on the Hill so that we can get that language across the finish line. Again, it's just a one-year delay so that we can continue our conversations with FMCSA and work on the bigger issue here, which is the need for flexibility for livestock haulers um, under the hours of service. There is also a bill that NCBA has been supportive of. Uh, it's a new bill, H.R. 3282 from Congressman Brian Babin of Texas. It is a two-year delay uh, industry-wide on the ELDs. But again, the goal is the same, to continue conversations with FMCSA and with members of Congress to let them know that there's some flexibility that's needed on the hours of service for different industries that are hauling very different things. Um, again, we have some educating to do at DOT. We currently don't have an FMCSA administrator to implement a major rule that's 
taking place in December, and we and we do not have an administrator over at FMCSA. That's of concern to us. We're also concerned that not enough um, educating has been done for our local law enforcement at the state level, um, and for those who are going to be implementing these ELD devices. We have ag exemptions in place, and we need to make sure that if you all are going to use those ag exemptions as you are um, supposed to do, that the local law enforcement know that they exist so that they're not finding our drivers uh, not compliant. Okay, all that said, what can ranchers and cattle producers around the country do to influence this debate on Capitol Hill? So I have been going into offices um, that maybe weren't even aware that these electronic logging devices were being implemented in December and that we have some concerns as an industry on the hours of service. I've been going in and talking to staffers and letting them know that this is uh, a concern. Um, It would be great if our producers could do the same and reach out to their members of Congress and just let them know that this is of concern. This was a congressional mandate, again, under the Obama administration, but there are members of Congress that are realizing that FMCSA does not seem prepared prepared yet to implement these devices. And we want to be part of the solution, but it also needs to be a workable solution for our livestock haulers. So getting out the word, calling your members of Congress, telling them that you're concerned that the ELDs are going to be implemented in December and that we're just not quite ready yet. Uh, We need a little more time to work. Um, So asking them to uh, support the appropriations language that we have, as well as support for the Babin Bill HR 3282. Okay, Allison Cook, thanks for joining us this week, and best of luck to UNC in the football season. Go Heels! You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef and check us out online at beefusa.org or on Twitter at at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening.